so boring. Nice. That's, that's, our, that's our jam. Yeah, I'm gonna just skip the theme song this week. Oh, let's do that. That's the Slash U hip-hop version right. remix. Beatboxing. Welcome, everybody. To Slash U. Another riveting episode of Slash U. Episode 12? Yeah, we're in episode 12. Yes. A nice dozen in here. Dozen wow. in where uh, we, Andy and I, really dig talking about old, campy, forgotten slasher horror films. Yep. Specifically made between the years 1977 and 1988. Yeah, although... The more we dig into some of these, the more we kind of might want to venture outside that time range. Because there's some good-looking movies in the early 70s. I know. And there's and some good in the late 2000s. There's some like real I, good stuff. You know, since yeah. I've really been kind of digging up on our Instagram uh, and following other horror podcasts mm-hmm. and really get to see some of the things they watch, I'm like, this is rad. So, yeah. Yeah, but so we'll, we'll, go with, we'll go with that for now. We're sticking with our, our, our focus right now because uh, we have no shortage of movies yes from that time period so we definitely have uh quite a few and today's yeah. uh tonight's tonight's is uh, body counts body count very right to the point as far as titles go yes <laughs> ice tea's punk band from the 90s <laughs> it's uh also known as camping terror camping del terrore in italy this is an Italian director. Yes, it is. 1986. We are venturing out. Like, we're yep. sophisticated as fuck at Slash U. This is an Italian... This isn't a foreign film. Yep. That's pretty cool we can say that, Andy. Like, hey. Yep. It's not uh, subtitled. No. Uh, it's English, but it is. it was shot completely in Italy. Beautiful. Supposed to be Colorado. Yes. But it's Italy. Uh, a lot of the American actors, there's mixed with uh, some Italian actors in there, too. Um, directed by Ruggiero Deotato, 1986. Available for free on Amazon Prime. And we're going to walk you through it today. Spoiling the whole thing. Yes, and please don't bother us. We're not pros. We're not... Siskel and Ebeer or whatever. We're not. We're not like. We're we're not professional movie critics. We're a couple of guys with enthusiasm for these types of movies, movies yes. in general, and um, we break it down so you don't have to. But I would watch this one. Yeah, I I think I'd watch all of ours so far. You know, maybe final exam was kind of bogus, but yeah, uh, yeah I I would agree with this one. This one be a fun because it's a quick it's a quick one. Oh yeah, this was what like eighty four minutes. An hour and twenty three minutes. Yeah. Yeah, it's a it's fast and. Um, simple and uh they get right to the killing you know which is always good in a slasher flick they they don't waste time with the killing and we have a we have a, a decent sized kill count this week along yes. with our each respective dick shot kills and we'll we get some, some drinking and some drugs we get some drinking some drugs and some nudity Boobies. nudity which is you know Nick part of the slasher bubies bubies we get the slasher experience uh in full effect here um, I do want to make a quick note before Andy goes over the click kill notes. Um, <laughs> I was really stoked on this Italian-directed, Italian-written, Italian-produced 1980s. Mm-hmm. This is like their thoughts, their version, their style. Style, that what yeah. they think of as the classic American slasher movie, which even, and I, I just posted this today on our Instagram, the poster, it's like now there is scream, or what's the the... the 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 sound of music there's like there's sure the hills are alive with the yep. sound of, the hills are alive with the sound of screams i think was the was tagline, that tagline? and you know it's like <laughs> friday the 13th and halloween which we'll definitely get into but i just kind of want to make that note too this is definitely makes us look really sophisticated because Super. we uh, we uh this is our first foreign film that's right this is the sound <laughs> of me sipping an espresso today's opposite day ah, it's beer it's and beer. um 
it it, uh, it was interesting. This is uh, kind of similar to those old spaghetti westerns. There's a, a lot of western movies uh, shot in the style of an American western, but with um, Italian director and, and some Italian actors. Clint Eastwood starred in a lot of spaghetti westerns back in the day. This is very similar to that. Good call. To that practice. We have a, a spaghetti slasher. Spaghetti slasher. If you will. Or would they use spaghetti? Would it be maybe a fettuccine slasher? <laughs> Pizza? Pizza slasher? I don't know. <laughs> so I think spaghetti's works. Yeah, really well, well, spaghetti western sort of flows. Oh, okay. Spaghetti slasher also uh, works, I guess. So, yeah. uh, it's a good flick. Watch it. I would encourage you to uh, watch it now. Pause the podcast. Go watch it. Come back and listen, or let us spoil you on the whole thing and enjoy, and then go watch it. Whatever, whatever you prefer. Salami slasher. Salami slasher. <laughs> it sounds like the like the name of an actual killer. <laughs> he used to own a deli. COVID made him shut down. And now he's pissed. Oh, shit. Salami slasher. Loose in your neighborhood. Coming summer 2022. Yes. Um. <laughs> Note to self. Get started on that, Nick. Yeah, let's write that script. Um, so I'll give kill. us a, a summary of the movie and set it up for you along with the cast characters. We have a decent-sized cast of characters this week, um, which is great. It's very easy to follow. So the plot of this movie, uh, I'm pulling this right off Wikipedia. They probably gave the best general synopsis. A gang of vacationing teenagers drive out to an abandoned campground that was shut down years before due to the murder of a young couple that occurred there. The area was formerly an old Indian burial ground, and it's believed to be haunted by the spirit of an Indian shaman. One by one, the kids are killed off in gruesome ways. Uh, they believe that it's the Indian shaman returned to life. So that's really all. That's the setup. We got a couple of groups of kids that come together to this campground. They make friends with each other. Uh, there's a married couple who run the campground. However, it's not been operating for many years. Yes. Because there was a murder at the start of the movie um, 15 years prior. Um, so we'll walk you through it here. And uh, we have uh, our cast of characters are... Um, couple of kids at the start of the movie there's bob and pamela as well as rose and tom they are the ones who uh, this starts it starts the movie yes. up 15 years ago we flash forward 15 years there's uh there's a dr olsen there's uh ben as a kid and then later as a grown-up or in his 20s anyway his parents own the his parents are julia and robert they own, own the campground yes uh ben is a military man right ben's coming back from the military he meets up with tony sid Sissy, Tracy, and Carol, they are driving a big uh, RV. RV, Winnebago. Maybe not a Winnebago. I don't know. Big RV. It's RV. Yeah, it's yeah. big. And we also have another small group of kids, Sharon, Scott, and Dave, who are in a Bronco. Yeah, and they they got like a dirt, and bike, a dirt bike, and a kayak, and a couple of kayaks. Yeah. So we have Sharon, Scott, and Dave are one group, and uh, Tony, Sid, Sissy, Tracy, and Carol in another group. They come together to the campground at the same time. Just so happens that they meet. They like each other. Everybody likes each other, and they hit it off, and they all become friends. Meanwhile, Julia and Robert, who are the parents of Ben, run the campground. They don't. Robert doesn't like that no, the kids are there. Robert is pissed. Uh, but Julia says, "Yeah, just let them be." And Ben, Ben's also like, "Dad, come on, Dad." Yeah, they're my friends, Dad. Yeah. I just met them twenty minutes ago. Well, when they we're, me we're up. homies. We're good. Uh, we also have Sheriff Charlie or Charles, played by Charles Napier. Probably the biggest star yes, in this for movie. Sure, he was also the chief of police in Wacko a couple one, episodes back. Yes, episode 
seven. Yeah, we got to start a few episodes back. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Charles Napier is probably the biggest name in this film. Yeah. Uh, he plays the sh- the sheriff, and then there's also a deputy deputy sheriff Ted. He does it. Uh, yeah, we really don't. I mean, he's the doctor, part, the doctor and Ted really don't really make. I mean, it's yeah. good that you mentioned them, but they really. The doctor loses his daughter, which we'll get to, and then he's the kind of one that explains yeah. like, "There's going to be more." There's there. They are there for exposition. Yes, yeah. and direction of to right. let the viewer know where we're heading. So, right. um, I thought this was kind of cool. The music, the intro into this yes. film, uh, definitely had that slasher vibe, but then they added that. You know, club Euro disco dance. You, you have know, an kind Italian of Italian slant or a <laughs> European. <laughs> yeah. You know, so imagine like putting John Carpenter's, you know, Halloween classic next to like some Beats by Dre or you know, like I mean, it's just this is great music. Let's let's I like party. It. I like it a lot. But no, I mean, I'm not, it's just it's kind of fun. Yeah. And they add like that club Euro into this slash kind of mix. So that's one of the first things I noticed as we were dive uh, as my. Uh, my eyeballs uh, started focusing on the screens as I was watching Body Count. We also get some good 80s, just some generic good 80s music. Monta- along with those montages, like, yeah. they're like, just, I mean, I'm not trying to be uh, cynical here or, or, or disarming or mean, but I just... What's going on in America? Oh, they like a dirt bikes. That's a horrible right. Italian accent, but I mean, they put that, you know, dirt bikes in, like. <laughs> it's, it's me, Mario. Yeah. <laughs> That's an Italian accent. <laughs> they like the dirt bikes. They like the dirt bikes. They like the New York sweatshirts. <laughs> if you're listening in Italy, I'm so sorry. So We're... sorry. I'm so sorry. But please, do your best American stereotype, and I won't be offended. Well, because to- Tony, uh, I believe. I like trees, burgers, and guns. <laughs> yes. That's Tony. Hey, I, know, but, I mean, the 80s was more like the ad, like, hey, I like uh, yeah. I like boobs and beard, you exactly. know, so if this is how I just kind of pictured it as they were kind of setting up the story as we were kind of getting to the 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 crux of the movie, which is setting it up 15 years later. Mm-hmm. But before that, this is what I can't I, I guess Ben's father, Robert, who who owns the campsite with his wife is playing a basketball game. This yeah. and because I took a shot because Ben's he, father playing. Or I or, thought it was Bob, but I have a picture. Oh, oh it's it was a Bob. Kid. It was a it was yeah. Bob, but this is yeah. 15 years ago, and so yep. Bob's getting jealous of Pamela. We're getting set up for the the right. first kills, Rose and Tom. It's a little bit of a, a love uh, rectangle. You have mm-hmm. Bob, who is who is dating or at least pursuing dating Pamela. Yes, Pamela's ex boyfriend Tom talking to her while Bob is on the scrimmage in the basketball scrimmage. Yeah. Uh, he sees it and of course gets distracted and the coach says, Go talk to the doctor and Bob sits and talks to the doctor, giving Tom the evil eye the whole time, the stink eye, while he's talking to Pam. Pamela. Bob gets up and goes and walks past or I'm sorry, Tom gets up and walks past Bob and sits down next to Rose, the other corner of our little love square. Yes. So Tom is pursuing Rose. Bob goes talks to Pamela. What did that jerk want? Pamela's like, He's my ex boyfriend. I can handle him. Don't worry about it. And Bob's just like, he wants to get beat up. And Pamela's like, you're not going to do anything. It's, he's, we're not together anymore, you know. So that that's kind of how that opening scene plays out. And Tom invites Rose out to the old campground. Rose asks her father, who's Dr. Olson, yes. daddy, daddy, do you mind if he I go? He gets really gropey with her, too. Yeah, like, I was like, hey, sweetheart. Yeah, like, let me touch and, your boobs. Yeah, and... for a second, I almost thought they were husband and wife. Yeah, like, so oh, no, it's, it's his daughter. No, yeah, right? and he, like, then he, like, sticks yeah. his tongue in her ear, so that was kind of weird. It was also, it must be an Italian <laughs> thing. 
Um, oh, the family's in Italy. Uh, anyway, she just says, can I, do you mind if I go uh, hang out with Tom at the campground tonight? And Dr. Olson's like, yeah, but be home before dark. That's when we find out that uh, Julia and Robert are talking. The Schlitz sign. I love the Schlitz sign in the background. Yeah, so Julia and Robert, are, uh, husband and wife, they own the campground. This is younger version because, again, younger this, is, version. this is 15 years prior. <laughs> the big old neon Schlitz sign. That's like, that's American. <laughs> <laughs> Absolutely, right. Let's put up a, put up a beer sign. That'll definitely clue us I in. I did take a shot is, of that. I might throw that up on our Instagram and Facebook. Cause, this I mean, is an American campground. Because Schlitz is Milwaukee, right? Yeah, I think so. Yeah, so, I mean, that's, of course, where Slash She was based out of. So, uh, it was kind of fun. I think that's just... City, USA. That's the only thing you see, really, is he's watching a... He's holding a football and going, come on, team. Like... Another thing that they must think Americans do, um, of all the football games I've ever watched, Nick, I don't think I had a football in, in my hand. hand. <laughs> Go pack. Go pack. <laughs> I gotta just Good. toss this football around in my hand. But they wanted to... Um, convey. They want to convey that he's watching an American football game. Yes. And he's, come on, pass the ball, you idiot. And Julia's just, you know who I ran into today? Norlanders. Normal, normal small talk. Yeah, and they're talking about how Norlanders' father ran the camp mm-hmm. and how that it, she thought it was haunted because a medicine man, uh, the shaman, uh, wants to keep hold of all the spirits and not letting them pass on. Cursed. Yeah, cursed, cursed if you will. And the then um, that's where we first meet little Ben. So I would say Ben is probably eight years old or yeah, maybe he's a little kid yeah five years old and he's can't find his teddy bear right for foreshadowing yeah. robert's just like what's wrong what's wrong buddy and he can't, can't find his teddy, teddy bear so teddy bear is foreshadowing so mm-hmm. we also see the uh, sheriff charlie kind of stalking around the campground at night you know sheriff the sheriff is sort of outside the main building to the campground we'll just go ahead and let the let the um, audience know why he's stalking he he well you don't learn it till later but the sheriff is having an affair with Julia. Robert's wife. Robert's wife. And Robert knows about it. Yeah. He knows that it's Sheriff be touching them boobies. Yeah. So the sheriff's kind of... He's bold to do this, Nick, in my opinion, you know. Well, they don't like each other. I mean, no. we'll see in a later scene where they're both, like, telling each other, Robert yeah. and the sheriff, the sheriff are like, I'll kill you. And But the sheriff's really ballsy to be just right there, <laughs> outside, stalking around, kind of leaning up against a tree, looking at the building, because he knows... Julia's going to come outside at some point, and they're going to get it on in the garage, you know, or the another portion of the they're going to portion of the campground spank salamis right under Robert's nose, spank bruschettas in yeah. honor of our Italian brothers and sisters, right under Robert's nose. Yeah. I mean, that is that's what I mean by by ballsy. So all that's happening. Um, we cut to Rose and Tom in a tent on the campground. They just got done with the lovemaking session. Tom's He's like, going, it was great. I want to marry great. you. I want to get married. What does she say? Well, I'll go contact the... She's Jewish. She's Jewish. And he's know. Presbyterian. And they're yeah. like, you know, because that's all I have. I was like, oh, she's a sweet Jewish girl before I yeah. knew her name. And But this I'll is... I'll contact the rabbi or whatever. And yeah. He's just like, well, I'm Presbyterian. She's yeah. Like, she's like, well, I'm, I'm Jewish. Jewish. But then she takes off. Is she going to take a piss or is she going to... I mean, she's, she's leaving. Okay, so I guess she's going home, and this is our first kill. Because her dad said, "Come home before yeah, dark." Yeah, but she but it's can, dark, so she's already late. I know, but Tom could have fucking given her a ride. I mean, well, he's a bad. He's a dick. he's a bad boyfriend. He's those, those fucking Presbyterians. That's how he they do it. He just wants to bone and leave her be. So <laughs> she notices the Armaniac, our shaman, the the mask. She comes upon the squad car of the sheriff parked in the woods, but sees yeah. And our... this killer reminds me of uh our venture into the movie Madman. Madman Mars. Madman <laughs> Mars where we talked about how he growls. I mean he sounds like this killer Sasquatch. does the same. Yeah. 
That's what I really thought. Fucking that killer was a yeti. I was like, what he's the got fuck? like hairy, hairy arms and hands and claws almost. The, sh- the shaman, the shaman, 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 uh, has like a uh, looks like a burlap mask. It's like a burlap. So Real we have wrinkly face. And, we have yeah. a killer, a somewhat of a backstory, but mm-hmm. we know someone is behind the mask. So he gets Rose. Right, Rose freaks out and jumps into jumps the squad into a log. car. She, well, she safely She's, jumps in the squad car, yes. but the shaman must get into the back seat and start stabbing, and she runs away and into a into a log. Well, he a hollowed her, out log. He knocks her down and stabs her hand. Yes, into the ground, and she rips that away. So the knife, if you picture it, the knife goes right yeah. into her palm, and she pulls that pulls her hand away. The knife come, must come out the top. Of her hand, we like see between, a couple, like between her ring and her middle finger. There's a couple hand shots. Like oh, later in the movie, uh, Dave gets yeah. the same thing, like yeah. with a so, with an axe or a sword. But um, she runs to a log. Yeah, she runs inside the log, gets the gets the axe or the knife in the head. Uh, Tom. We, Tom comes to look for her, and again, going back to American slasher movies, how many times have we seen recently? We just did Halloween. Mm-hmm. You remember Michael Myers puts on a sheet. Puts yep. on Steve's a glasses. Disguise. Yeah. So she, so the, so the girl thinks oh, Steve. Bob. Bob. It was Bob. Bob. Thank yeah. you. Right <laughs> on. Got another Bob. <laughs> um, and so then you know, so the killer plays someone else. The the shaman does this in this movie. Yeah. Um, Tom looks inside the log and says, "Hey, girl or Rose, what are you doing? Don't scare." And so the killer is put like like you He's said quickly quick pull the switcheroo so yes. quick switcheroo changeeroo. He's put on uh, Rose's clothes really fast. And yeah. Tom so sort of he, rolls her over, and it's the killer. It's the like, killer. Surprise, motherfucker. Yep. And, I think he's in the neck. Neck. That yeah. kill. Did you notice uh, Rose actually, you hear her sort of die uh, kind of off camera? Mm-mm. Yeah, Tom's walking through the woods like, Rose, what are you doing? You playing a goof? And you can hear Rose yelling, Tom, Tom, he's coming to get me. And you hear her all of a sudden go, oh. oh. I, I do remember hearing the yeah. Tom, Tom. And so he's Tom. like, he thinks he's, she's goofing. Why didn't she uh, just all of a sudden you hear her go, oh, that's, that's sick. the moment she's getting stabbed. Sick isn't good. That's right. Yeah. So, um, so that sets up the 15 years ago, 15 now, years later, 15 years later, present day. Well, 86 present day, RV cruising along our stereotype, Sydney. Oh my God. Is, stereotype doesn't begin to describe it. <laughs> Sydney's in the back. He's the fat kid, uh, that likes to party. Yeah. Um, we got our three girls that are in there too. Carol kind of comes off to me as kind of the smart one. Yep. Uh, Sissy yep. and Tracy are kind yep. of like the girls that like to party. And maybe like you could maybe, you know, that will show you their boobies maybe well, on they, the first date. Yeah. And then it, Tony is driving and Tony's, Tony's like the, the macho. He's, yeah. He's like, Hey, yeah. I'm Tony. I'm, I'm a Tony. cheesemo. I'm a macho yeah. guy. Yeah. I got a leather jacket. Go figure. I'm yeah. Italian. My shirt, I'm going to be my the sh- macho one. Yeah, my shirt has a, a sports thing on it. <laughs> the director obviously was like, we're going to make the uh, Italian guy <laughs> the strong macho one. Well, I mean, it, it's like he's Tony Schlongdingy to me from Wacko. And I know we're talking about Wacko. We already have two actors in this movie that were in Wacko. Nice. So, and again, that's kind of, you know, the the pointing all the shit together like trying to do yeah. like a beautiful mind kind of shit These but movies. that that is yeah th- that is the kind of uh stereotypes we see in this rv go I, ahead I, I kind of felt like they didn't really flesh out the stereotype for maybe sissy and tracy there was no character to, i mean it's a yeah. horror film made in well, the 80s but yeah even but the, stuff that i submit sorry that they like, say characters aren't developed no and it's like can you really develop characters like in a i mean it's hard to in a slasher they're I mean, they're fodder for the killer so yeah, but they're they they make some cracks. You know, obviously they're they're like they're a bunch of like 
friends who obviously, you know, making fun of each other here and there. They make some cracks, uh, uh, Tracy, about maybe being a virgin because you wouldn't know what to do with it or things like that. They, they kind of – and I'm like, well, wait. If she's more promiscuous, I don't understand that reference. So it's just weird. Sissy and Tracy are kind of the same. I think so. But uh, I don't know. Carol stands, stands out a little bit more because she's reading. Yeah. Yeah. That's Tony's supposed supposed yeah. girlfriend. It's another stereotype too, though. Don't you notice? The blondes. Are oh, the yeah. ones who are supposed to be the ditzy sort of promiscuous ones and Carol the brunette is the more prim and proper and well, smarter one. That was the eighties. That that's, was when yeah. cinema was real, Andy. <laughs> Come on. Definitely reflects Because I thought it was real the, life. We flash forward to the Bronco where we see Sharon, Dave, Scott and, and Scott. Dave. Yeah. Yeah. And I guess they pull us out of the road, they pull a dirt bike out of the Bronco. Dave yep. gets on it and we get a little eighties montage. Radical yeah. dirt bike. Dirt biking through the woods. Yeah. He just says that it's about three miles up, I will follow you. Yeah. So, so Dave Dave's dirt biking on the side of the road. The music's so rad. Yeah. Dude. No, um, dirt but bikes. It was like America. That's what the Americans do. They they like the, the dirt bikes. They like the, the, the sports teams. They like the football and the schlitz of beer, the crappy beer. They definitely you're right, because later Sid has a Raiders sweatshirt yeah. on. Yeah, it's a football. And, and, and Sissy was, I think, or Sissy or Tracy's walking around like in a New York hoodie. I mean, like there it just go. says New York. I mean, it's yeah. what is? We're American. <laughs> New York football. Hundred percent. Cheeseburgers. Yes. Um, Show it the girl's butt. So, uh, so we've got these two groups of kids: yeah. Tony, Sid, oh. Sissy, Tracy, and Carol, in their camper, pull over because they see Ben. Ben in um, army uniform on the side of the road. And his army hitching. bag. Yeah, he's, he's looks like his car. I look like a, he's in front of a car. I was like, maybe it broke down. Yeah. Doesn't matter. Trying to get home. Doesn't plan the story. Doesn't. Right. Does, yes. Trying to get home. And his home is. The campground. The campground. Ben is now older. He was the one that lost that little teddy bear in the very beginning. He witnessed those murders of uh, Rose and Tom in the, around that log yeah. 15 years ago. Ben was in the woods and saw that happen. So now yes. he's older. He's coming home from the he's army. Coming home, and they force him into the RV. They're like, "Who looks like cute? Yeah, he's so like, cute. Yeah, yeah so you I know. saw him first. Yeah. <laughs> Rob's Rob's in there. I think at first he's kind of scared, but you know he, he's forced into the RV, and then uh, yeah, they they take off. Tracy and... has his like his beret on, and she's like, "I love your beret. How's yeah. it look?" And Sissy's like, "You look like a rubber." Yeah. <laughs> and they're like, "So Ben, what do you like to do?" And that's where we meet these kids because obviously they're like, Tony's like. That's Sid. That's that's uh, Sissy and Tracy. They they like each other. They don't act like they do. And I'm Tony. This is Carol. And um, Sissy's like Ben. What do you like? And she pulls her shirt up and puts it over his head. Yeah, that's what I like. <laughs> that's what I like. like aside ben... from Miami Vice, <laughs> but he says, "What do you like? You mean aside from Miami Vice?" This is so another. Funny. Americans like Miami Vice. <laughs> I remember that mo- stupid movie Euro Trip, where they're like, "I love America, Miami." We finally get to Miami Vice. That's uh, a cool part of that movie. It's like <laughs> implying that Europe is twenty-five years behind America. <laughs> we like it, the Miami Vice. No, it's two thousand three. We love Miami Vice. Um, that's where Ben. They're like, "Hey, where do you stay, Ben?" And he tells them about the deserted property yep. that his parents own, and uh, yep. the sheriff. Uh, as the RV passes by, the sheriff car, the sheriff, oh, old yeah. Charlie, Sheriff Charlie, I'll call him. Yep. Uh, we see a little teddy bear. Yeah, Sheriff gets back in his, in his car. Console. The camera pans down to uh, the sheriff's uh, dashboard console, and there's a little 
Yeah, little mini Poor teddy bear. Foreshadowing. Foreshadowing. Which you were, you know, upon watching it now one and a half, two times, I think that's the bear that child Ben said, I can't find my bear. And again, I'm going to go and bring this up, Andy. I know we talked about it before we hit record, but I believe... If I want to get deep here, I believe that bear is a symbol of innocent youth, innocence, innocence lost. So you think director Ruggiero Deotato had that in mind? Yes, he he wanted like a child's innocence. Sure. It being lost. Guess what? He lost. I lost my bear. Why did he lose that bear? He lost his innocence. Spoiling. Yeah. Do he it. saw his mom and the sheriff having some sex. That's so. There goes his innocence. That's Nick's having sex noise. So <laughs> not a sound effect. I know it sounds really real, but no, but that's I mean, but how brilliant! Um, that's why you have to love me as a co-host because I just dove into something. Yeah, innocence, a child's all, innocence. I don't have to love anything. <laughs> I'm sorry, just kidding. I do love you as a co-host. You're fantastic. All right. Well, I do like that you try to find the deeper meaning in these movies, <laughs> and I would say ninety percent of the time you're absolutely right. You're what about this stuff. time? Yeah, absolutely. Okay, good. yeah. I um, think the director was like, "This will mean a, a childhood innocence. That's what it's going to represent." Uh, we are gonna piss off so many Italian uh, Please, listeners. we're just having. I mean, uh, it's, we're just having a good time. We're you having know what? fun. The election just off. happened, and it's still not decided as of our recording. Yeah. Today. So for our one percent audience in so, over the United States, or right. if you're listening. So we're going through hell right we're now. We're just having some fun in an otherwise unfun world. So Robert's a dick. When the kids pull up, he's like, get out of here. All of, all of yous. Right. All of yous. Campground's not open. What are you doing here? Um, but uh, Ben says, Dad, come on, man. I'm back yeah. from the military. And, uh, Sharon and Scott and Dave are also there pulling up at the same time. And yeah. And they're like, what's the problem, mister? Oh, we, we thought we would stay here and get some kayaking done and blah, blah, blah. So, yeah, We have to pay. Yeah, that's a great point. It was a campground. It's been shut down. Now, Ben, of course, has convinced his parents to let him stay in camp. Do they have to pay? I don't know, because payment would imply transfer of liability. They're not to staying in the house. Down. Yeah. They, 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 and the bathhouse. <laughs> yeah, but a lot of them are about to die. And yeah. I think if they had paid to stay there, then the fact that they're about to get killed, uh, it's it's going to be Robert's responsibility. Whereas if they just stay of their own free will and he says, hey, whatever happens to you happens, it's not his fault. They're so about to die. Those, so, okay, so like, let's say... That's my insurance plan. I, I could dig it, but like, if I was a family member, could I get the rebate back? I don't know. Maybe. You could sue him probably personally for failure, failure to keep your family member safe, but you might win in a civil case. I don't know, but it's definitely not a criminal case at that point. Anyway... It's, we're getting off topic. <laughs> like a good slasher. Um, so I like this one scene, too, where the, de- the the detective is, or not the detective, the deputy mm-hmm. sees a guy fishing, and this guy is like... Dr. Olson. Yeah, Dr. Olson is fishing. fishing. Thank you. And Deputy Ted. And Deputy Ted says, hey, you know, ooh, you almost caught a fish. And he's like, I wonder how common the deputy's like, because I think that scared him over there. And it's in plain sight, there's two kayakers. Yeah, Sharon, it's, uh, and, Sharon and, Scott. and Scott kayaking. I had a question about that. So Dr. Olson was out fishing. And he hates democracy and he hates campers. He was <laughs> he was out fishing. I don't know why they had to say that. Was What was Deputy Ted even doing there? Like, Deputy Ted is in full sheriff police uniform. 
Was he just out hanging out with Dr. Olson fishing? Well, but, you know, he just happened to be in the woods? I think he's telling about there's kids, like there's campers, oh. and so that's why they're like, you know, because yeah. people haven't seen campers around those parts right. in a while. And that's Because of the murders. And, and that's where we're, that's where I kind of got the impression that Dr. Olson and Deputy Sheriff Ted are there for exposition. They're sort of outside observers to this whole story. Yeah, but why did... Commenting here and there. Why did the doctor have to say, you know the two things I hate the most? Democracy and campers. <laughs> okay, yeah. So you hate democracy because the deputy says, hey, that we live in a state, we live in a... They're free to kayak They're free if they to want. do one too. Yeah. Well, and I hate that. I love the fact that they can go kayaking if they want. And then Dr. Olson's like, this is dangerous, you know, because his know, daughter got killed. I think you're right, though, about how they set up their characters to kind of keep the story going. Yep. Because when we see uh, Ben's dad, Robert... Setting up traps. Setting traps. Because Isn't that crazy. The the son's like, Dad, you're still setting up traps. Yeah. Uh, he says that yes, uh, because the shaman. I've never gotten the shaman, and I know he's coming back. He's out here somewhere. Yeah, he's out here somewhere. I'm gonna catch him. So he's setting up uh, these these like spike traps, where it's like a trip wire. If you step on a plate or trip a trip a wire, this big old spike on a stick's gonna snap up and stab. Um, he's out for blood, Robert. There's a lot of them set up in the campground. He said there's a dozen of them out here. And Andy brought up a good point before we hit record. He's like, these kids, he just lets these kids run around his, his property yeah. with all these traps. These kids are out jogging around in the woods, and there's these spike traps that could go off at any second. Because that's where we follow next is the girls jogging through the woods. And that's, exactly. uh, I believe it's... Uh, it's Tracy and uh, Carol, uh, Carol and Tracy. Tracy. Yep, out jogging. They in find that old shack. Sweat, sweat oh, shirts and '80s leggings. How do we make uh, them look? Well, they like Olivia Newton-John. Let's yep. know you're looking like a. Let's get the physical. The, you know, so the way they're jogging looks ridiculous too. They're like this weird, like high knee, like step. Uh, like I don't know. I, I mean, do they jog differently in Europe? Where he thinks like. This is how Americans jog. Like, I don't understand. A robicide. Yeah, nod to killer workout. Killer workout, right on. Four. Um, but they find the old shack, which we find out is the bathhouse. Yep. The old bathhouse that's dilapidated, but that is a very important uh, set scene. There's set. a lot of parts of this movie. A lot movie of parts of this movie take in this. place in and around the bathhouse, yeah. Yes. It's just the old it's toilets and shower. Yeah, the it's, it's a campground, and that's yeah. where they find uh, the knife in the sink. They bloody pull out knife. a knife, bloody knife, and it's like... That doesn't freak them out. They're just like, oh, well, does it? Ooh, I mean, No, they're just like, I think it's it's blood. There's blood on this knife. Yeah. Huh, well, and, what do you know? Okay. <laughs> and we uh, we jump to the mountain where Scott, Scott and, Sharon, and Sharon are uh, hiking. From... Hiking, and they're hiking up these great Italian mountains, supposed yep. to be Colorado. Colorado but yep. uh, Sharon's kind of tired, so she's like, you go ahead to the top. I'm going to lay here in this little meadow and fucking party or whatever. She's and going to rest. Yeah. going to rest. And so Scott goes all the way to the top oh god shaman is there going just kind of waiting yeah growling like a fucking sasquatch yeah and so he doesn't just fall back this motherfucker leaps off the mountain because he's so scared i mean it's yeah dude it's a pretty cool fall um scott's a blonde man but the person who falls off the mountain (laughs) like dark dark haired (laughs) stuntman who rolls down the side of the mountain and so Scott's in bad shape. Sharon freaks out, and instead of going to his... I don't know if maybe she he fell down a cliff. She starts running away, yelling, help, help, help. So she runs... She finds that bathhouse that <laughs> Carol and Tracy are in. And I'm laughing because... All right, first of all, like, Carol and Tracy aren't there anymore. Yes. But also, Sharon, you know, your boy Scott just fell off a mountain, and she runs for help, finds the bathhouse, and kind of forgets about... 
Scott's cat. She very she obviously calms down pretty quick. And I just, just walks like, around. Walks around the bathhouse <laughs> looking. Well, what's this place? I'm gonna I'm gonna dig around the inside here. And like it's like, aren't you looking for help? The uh, the man's bleeding to death on the side of a hill. <laughs> she finds the bear. She sees the little bear. Little she sees bear. the little bear, but then all of a sudden, as she looks at, looking in the mirror of the bathhouse, uh, yeah, the killer cracks through the mirror. Big old clawed hand busts through and pulls her. I um, love that neck shot because it's cutting her neck before he stabs her. Yeah, cutting into her neck. She's turned around the other way, facing away from him, yes. trying to get away. Yeah. So he's pulling her backwards. Yeah, he's got the back of her head. Into this hole where the mirror was. And, and the mirror, the shards of mirror that's still on there are cutting her neck. And he just grabs yeah. a shard of the mirror. And stabs her. Stabs her right in the you neck. You assume it's the, yeah, in the front of the neck. And... I really thought this was going to be my dick kill shot of the week. But uh, I, because I really thought it was really smart how, as he was pulling her back into this... This void, if you will, this layer, mm-hmm. I guess that's behind the mirror, which again plays a big part in this flick. Mm-hmm. Uh, I love how they just they, they cut her neck. I was like, that's pretty yeah. cool. That's smart. It was it was smart uh, on the director's part. Yeah. And even like to make sure the you know cinematographer, uh, director of photography, whatever saw. It's, a, it's the first time too that this is the, the we we know that the there's a hidden room behind that mirror. Yeah. Because from here on out, it's boarded up. There's obviously the glass is busted, so the killer boards it up, and and we go back to it a few other times. Of course, that's definitely a big part. Um, after Sharon dies, uh, Charlie, the sheriff, and Robert yeah. meet up, and yeah. they do not like each other. No, they don't. He's kind of always saying, "Why are you trying to?" He, I think he knows about him and Julia, but he's he like, why, "Why are you trying?" But he look at her, and he doesn't say, "Hey, why are you fucking my wife?" He no. looks at her and says. Why are you always messing with her? Yeah. Like, is it because of the past? Do they have something? I mean, they, they could have developed, they could have gone like two minutes of that movie and shown like maybe a young Charlie and a young Robert and how they wanted to fight for this girl, Julia, which they sure. might have brought up in some in, in some of the, the, the dialogue or in the, in the screenwriting, but I didn't hear it. No, they didn't. But they just, they, they both said like, I'll kill you or not unless I kill you first. You know, like, Robert's like, yeah, you stay away from her. I'll kill you. Yeah. He goes, and, uh, the sheriff's kind of just like, there's a lot of kids camping out here. Watch you know, those traps. Watch those traps. know you're setting up those traps. If anything happens to I'm these gonna blame kids, you. I'm going to hold you responsible. Very good. And yeah. Rob's pissed all the time. Let's get oh, that out of Oh, he's an angry way. man. Yeah, he's just always angry. You know who he reminded me of? He looks a lot like um, Shane from The Walking Dead. Oh, yeah. Huh. early on in the early, series. Yeah, very good. Yeah. I don't Seasons remember the actor's name. Same guy played the Punisher. Um, and he looks like he looks a lot like my buddy Rob. Shout out. Rob, my best man. Um, they all they, they look the same. I think Rob kind of, or this Robert fella reminded me of of that actor. Anyway, carry on. <laughs> well, no, no, but I, I I really see the Shane reference. Yeah. Um. Yeah. I've only met your best man once, and I was think it was probably half lit. It's okay. But okay. he is Rob is pissed all the time, all yep. the time. Yep. Uh, there's not one. I think there's one scene where he smiles, and that's when Ben just got off the the RV and was like, "I'm back from the military." He yeah, was like, hey, there's my boy. That's right. So it's, it's nighttime. The campsite's going on. All the kids are around each other, except for Scott and Sharon. No one's really worried about them yet, but uh, no. even though it's night, but they start playing with sausages. Uh, Sissy's trying to put in her mouth. And, They're grilling. <laughs> and, and, yeah, and Sydney's like, you know, you know you don't have to swallow. Yep, a lot of sexual references. A lot of sexual references. Uh, no buns. Nobody has any buns. Uh, I thought it was funny. Tony just 
grabs a sausage off the grill. Apparently it's not hot or anything and just hands it to <laughs> Sissy to eat. She takes a handful of mustard and rubs it on his face. I'm like, you forgot the mustard. And she's like tickling it with her mouth. Right. She's doing the classic. Like a blowjob. Yeah. Like an oral uh, fixation. Yes. I, I want to lick so, it. Gotta be so crude. And, uh, <laughs> and uh, the boys, you know, we're eating, they're eating food off plates and we look inside the camper. Sissy's there without her shirt on, brushing her hair. And Tony says to Dave, you know, you like what you see? And Dave's like, yeah, she's all right. Yeah. <laughs> well, do we see boobies? I don't remember. We do. Oh, Sissy's there just completely topless, brushing her hair with the door to the camper wide open. Everybody can see Man, her. I wish I was a teenager in the 80s. I yeah. kind of was, but not really. Fuck. So they all decide to clean up the bathhouse. Yes. So they can take showers and maybe right. take a proper BM, you know, but they want to do it at night. Right so, now. Right now. We after do it right now. We just put dinner. a sausage in my mouth, so I'm full. I'm ready to go. Um, Sissy is the first one to arrive. Yeah. Again, we think there's going to be a kill. What do we call the jump scare? The trope of the... Uh, it's going to be the killer, but it's actually Sydney wearing... A, it look like, looks like a wolf mask. Yeah. Oh, yeah. He's got yeah like an animal mask on. He, she turns and sees him and scares him. He's like, ha, 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 I gotcha. This is when I first found out it was a fucking bathroom bathhouse. Right, because right, Carol was like let's clean this place up so it had running water you know later yeah. they're taking showers there and stuff yeah no you're right so that's a good call it's got running water I mean, so the building was dilapidated oh yeah there's plants and shit growing out of yeah the no the bathhouses that i've been to um are in usually seedy sections of cities but mm. uh like, they're so uh, magnificent like inside. in rome or yes Venice or other yes. italian cities yeah yeah i know <laughs> i just can't believe i always you know i'm, I'm not allowed to wear clothes and those things and the sauna you hear weird sounds coming out of the sauna anyway the um the uh again we go back to this bear this little toy bear that's always uh being pushed around this flick around the movie um a creepy hand lays the bear next to someone in the rv Uh, i start getting confused but now we go back to if I'm not mistaking, Julia, Julia's dream. She was, she was tossing and turning in bed, having a dream. Yeah. Ben goes on the RV. Mm-hmm. He's creeping on what we believe is Sissy in Mom's dream. This is Mom's right. dream. Julia's dream about her son Julia. Ben. Mm-hmm. Ben's in that RV. The door was flapping in the wind. He flapping in the wind. Yeah, he creeps in the RV. He's like, "Sissy, hello, is anyone in here?" Uh, we see a naked silhouette. See, yeah, we just see a, a leg, you know, from like the foot on up to the upper thigh. In, in the you shot. see butt. You see a little, you see a little butt, butt, and it's you know moving around on the bed, kind of as if someone's tossing and turning the bed. And he's going, "Sissy, is that you?" And as he approaches the back of the camper, um, a sheet blows over the leg, covers it up, and then blows it off. And you see the legs amputated. Yes, it's an amputated leg from the thigh down. Yeah, and Ben's like, "Oh my gosh!" and turns and runs out of the camper. Yes, and he and he runs, I guess, back to the secret layer. He runs. I'm going to try room. to. Yeah, yeah, I'm going to try to set it up for the listeners uh, cool. via I'm audio. Grab a can of beer. In the bathhouse, there is a mirror where people have been dragged through, uh, and people there is something behind the mirror. So behind that mirror, there is a secret layer where I believe the killer has made his dungeon or, or his safe space, his yeah, man cave. His little hideout. Yeah, his, his, killer, man cave. his killer man cave. Killer man cave. <laughs> it's um, a me, a man cave. <laughs> Sorry. <laughs> so I don't know why I said that. But so I will not cut it out. The <laughs> So Ben in, in the mom's dream runs to this lair. Somehow he gets into this lair and sees jars filled with uh, 
formaldehyde or whatever with body parts in there. Mm-hmm. Uh, there he looks, uh, there's a barrel leaking liquid, which I thought was like a kerosene or a gas. He puts a lighter to it. I'm like, there's a kaboom. Wasn't a kaboom, no. Well, then a face pops out of the jar and starts going, like, tongue moving. Like a live and, head yeah. in the jar. It's we don't know whose head it no is. No character. Nobody that we recognize. Watch it a few times. There's no one yeah. in this film. Right. Then he falls back because the head scares him. A snake, a knife, um, a net. Is Everything is involved right now. Yeah. And I'm like, what the fuck's going on? Julia, the kind mom. Wrapping wake- around his neck. Yeah. The Holy. mom wakes up. Yeah. It's a dream. Right, she goes into Ben's room and checks on him. He's sound asleep. Ben's safe in bed, and now she's walking around the campgrounds looking for her husband, uh, Robert. Nowhere to be found. But guess who grabs her? The sheriff. Old Charlie grabs Julia, pulls her away. Feeling frisky. And yeah, and, and pulls her into the barn, I guess, yep. some kind of shed or barn. And in he starts, garage, yeah. Yeah, know. and he starts grabbing her boobies and stuff, mm-hmm. man. I'm like, aren't you, you know, fucking, you're on duty. Right under... Her husband's nose. Rob, Rob, they saw him peeking through a hole in the wall, and he sees it. Yeah. So, he knows. I mean, he's probably always known that the sheriff messed around with his wife to some extent, but now he knows for sure she's having an affair. (laughs) And this is, like, so funny in my notes, Andy. I write, no one cares about Scott or Sharon. Like, what's going on? Right, all this time. Speak speak of the devil. (laughs) Uh, I think it's Sissy who's, or Carol's looking at the RV window because sometimes when they do it at night, it's when they filmed at night, it was hard for me to, to delineate who is who mm-hmm. as far as our blonde and brunettes and whatnot. But Scott shows up all gnarly. He is like, like he survived he's the fall, but up. he walked back. Yep, he's messed up. He messed up bad. Uh, we just go ahead and uh, skip over to the hospital Yep, where the doctor. Dr. Olson. He's in a coma. He's in a coma. So Scott didn't die. Mm-mm. And to our knowledge, through the rest of the movie, Scott didn't die, but Sharon did um, when she was pulled through the that mirror mm-hmm. and got a uh, knife through the or piece of glass through the neck. I think they had a one-off line like where you know did anyone see Sharon? She might be lost in the woods. We'll get a search party out here, maybe some helicopters, right? Cause, yeah, I oh, think that's what it's a little bit later. But the do- first, the doctor talks about this isn't the first one that's going to happen. Yes, you know, he fell off the mountain. Uh, the doctor is there with uh, Deputy Sheriff Ted. Again, yes. the two of them provide exposition. That's a great call, by the way. Yep. I really, really and, like and that. You know what? I just thought of it when we before we hit record. No, it's it didn't good. occur to me until we started talking. It doesn't talking matter, man. Movie. It's good. Those two characters are sort of like uh, giving us, the audience, a little bit of you know perspective. Especially uh, what happened in the past. Like, I knew yeah. Rose died. We knew Tom died. But I didn't really know what happened to Pamela and Bob. We hear yeah. this story now mid-film. Or mm-hmm. mid, you know, mid, you know, mm-hmm. like where they're having an argument. The doctor first was like, Ted, this is going to continue. Killings are going to continue. And Ted's like, what do you, how do you know? Yeah. My daughter got killed, but she wasn't the only one that summer who died at the campground. And that's when we go flashback to Bob and Pamela. Bob and Pamela, yeah. they In the beginning of the movie, they were on the side of the basketball court. And they were getting a fight. And now they're getting a fight again. That fight continued to, I guess, this really, that place where the doc was fishing. It's like a really, really beautiful a uh, uh, pond of a river with a waterfall in the background. Picturesque. Very you know, picturesque. Like, very Italian, romantic. Italian countryside. Yes. Yeah. Yes, yes. I bet a lot of engagement pictures are taken there. Sure. Let's take our engagement Let's pictures there. Let's take pictures. Um, so we go, so they have an argument. Rose goes, I mean, sorry, Pamela goes back to her little VW bug. She sits mm-hmm. in there. Then she just notices a small house. The bathhouse, I guess it's the old, I don't know. No, it's, it's a house. A different building. It completely. is a different cabin. Yeah. So it's just weird. She decides just to walk in. Yeah. Looking for Tom. Bob. Bob. Um, She's looking for Bob. Uh, She hears things. She sees things. She doesn't know what's going on. But finally, Bob, dead. 
Mm -hmm. I guess the shaman got him. Yep. Falls out into, you know, so, you know, Bob dies and he's, her, yeah, he's struggling. For I just died in your arms tonight, tonight Pamela. Um, so I just died in your arms tonight. Though. Um, so <laughs> Bob dies in her arms. Oh, she freaks out. This is my, one of my favorite scenes. She, yeah. She runs upstairs, tries to get out of this window, but it won't open. So she just decides to lay down in a bed. She's just, yeah. I mean, she's trying to get away. <laughs> from a killer. From a killer. And she's just like, I can't open this window. So whatever. I guess I'll just sit here and mope. <laughs> I guess I'll just you lay know, down. <laughs> it's kind of like uh, you had a stressful day at work. So you sit down and you just sort of put your hand, your head in your hands and you're just like, ugh. That's what she's doing. <laughs> like, I was, I remember I was like, the fuck isn't she trying to get away what's happening here why isn't she panicked uh she lays down on the bed and a knife comes up from under the bed like through her chest very reminiscent to kevin bacon's death in friday the 13th part two that by the way is my dick shot kill of the week dick kill shot of the week dick shot kill we're just figured out on your own never figured out we can't either so pamela getting iced greased from below the bed and i mean that's a First of all, powerful stab. Yes. Long knife. It's going through the mattress and up through her body, popping out. Popping it out is a good kill. Chest. Oh, it's awesome. But the party continues. And the party continues. We know then that those two were also killed. Yes, yeah, sorry. Years ago. But this was this is the doctor telling the story. We, <laughs> right. you know, now we know it's what's again. You say that the the those two characters put things. Uh, revelations, events into focus for yep. the viewer. Yep. Very smart. Um, the party continues with the teens at the campground. Dave gets it on his bike again. Everyone's so stoked. They're like, radical Dave. Dave motorcycles. With the motorcycles. Yeah. They like it the motor. They like it the, they, they like it the sports. Dirt bike Dave. Dirt bike, yeah. Just It'll call be, him Dirt Bike Dave. Dirt Bike Dave. Yeah. Um, <laughs> and then Ben tells the whole gang, you know, about why the campsite is deserted. Tells the tale of murder that happened. He yep. said twelve years ago. He about twelve years ago. About yeah. yeah. He said twelve, but we'll he get did. that. He did. But the caption said fifteen years later, earlier in the mm-hmm. movie. Um, so but that's like when shocking. There was a continuity error in one of these movies. <laughs> oh my gosh! I mean, Sid gets racist comparing slavery to stealing women, which I thought was like holy shit. I mean, but I guess it was the eighties and it was at Italy. But yeah, I'm not gonna go and. That's right. Yeah, he goes like, "What well, picking slavery is like picking women, or picking cottons like picking women?" It's like that is. I was yeah, not comfortable with that. But again, you gotta go. Yeah, questionable very line. Very gross. A little bit, you know. But again. Italian writer of a slaughter, a slasher movie that, from yeah. what they've seen, from years come over, yeah, from yeah. America yeah. crossing the ocean. But I, what I guess they're getting at is that people, like couples, are now going to start setting it stone. Like, who's going to see whose boobs? Who's going to touch whose butt? Yep. So, which is the point of a weekend like this when all these horny teenagers are out in the woods together? Yes. Who's going to pair up? Tracy's kind of seeing everyone kind of hook up on their own, so she's like, "I'm going to go take a shower." Yep. In her, she's in her her leggings and yes. her sweatshirt, because she was yeah. just kind of doing some aerobics. Oh, bro, she was doing she was uh, doing some wacky ass moves. Again. Yeah, just like a weird. I don't know. Not it quite a 80s. jumping jack. Was it killer workout? Eighty six too, or eighty yeah, maybe eighty eight? Like yeah. So I mean, it was again. It was when fucking yeah. let's get physical, uh, exactly. jazzercise, aerobicide, fucking yep. all that shit was big. Show. Dave and Carol take off on the bike and they start kind of making out. So we flash uh, back over to Tracy, who's now in the bathhouse, and we get to yep. see some bubes. Quite a bit. Quite a bit of bubes from Tracy, and Tony walks in, she's and Tracy doesn't care. Yeah, she's like, 
you know, because most of these scenes, like if a guy that you're not dating, you know, you'll cover your boobs, you know, but she did not no. cover her boobs. Crosses she, her arms. Yeah, un- like under yeah. them, under them. Yeah, you know, just kind of like, confident. That's yeah. co- that's a confident fucking move, dude. She should be confident. Yes. She has nothing to be ashamed of. And, hey, uh, yes, but neither does Tony. He's got a he's he's got great eyes. He's um, making some references to the size of his you know ego yes whatever his eggplant yeah i got a big surprise for you and she's like really how big (laughs) he's just like i guess you'll find out she's like i'm i'm interested i'm i feel like i'm going to be greatly disappointed (laughs) i am a good actress i've got boobs Um, the sexual tension could be you could sit on it it's so thick they (laughs) do start making out he does kiss her boobs and i'm like holy cow this is kind of risque i know yeah he gets into those boobs and uh <laughs> they get scared though and that's when yeah, she runs out she puts on a new york sweatshirt she yep. discovers that layer that it's just right behind the fucking bathhouse it's like a secret room back there yeah and so she can hear tony because tony's trying to break through this mirror that so many people have been boarded up yeah it's been boarded like so she, he's like i'm gonna get through it yep you can hear T- tracy hears tony as and so she is almost screaming through the structured uh barricade that tony is trying to bust or the through. mirror bust through. yeah was She's trying to bust through side, yeah and you can see a figure coming up behind tracy yeah super and, creepy yeah it was it was a good shot like yeah. the shadowing was really good the lighting yeah. was good as she's calling out for Tony's name, as he pops open the barricade, a knife uh, is extended through the back of the head of Tracy. The yeah. knife comes out of her mouth, and she falls through the mirror onto Tony. Yeah. And that is Nick's ridiculous shot of the shot week. Knife through the back of the head and out the mouth. Yeah, I thought that was rad because... You know, it was just played in an instant. Like it all. It happened as he pried yes. the board open, so, so the she timing was through. great. And um, what did he do? Some Oscar worthy. Oh yeah, <laughs> thank you. Yeah, that was the great. I know it's this, 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 this Tony <laughs> Oscar winning scream. If, if 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 when Slash U gets our own award shows, this would probably be my favorite scream by a male. Yeah. Like the the no. Oh, I got to do it quieter because I mean the no. no. He's so, oh, I was about to bone you. <laughs> yes. Damn it. My penis is supposed to be in your mouth, not that I knife. I the worst blue balls now. <laughs> so, Why do you got to be so inappropriate? No, we're just uh, having fun. <laughs> um, so, of course, he runs out of the bathhouse because uh, what's her, uh, Tracy's dead. So, Sissy decides to play a, a, a joke on Sydney. Oh, yeah. She runs up to the front of the parents' house, Robert and Julia's house, yep. and says, hey, they're having an orgy in there. He's yep. like, you always lie. Yep, you're lying to me right now. And Sissy's just like, if I were lying to you, would I do this? And she takes off her sweatshirt. Fully nude. And her pants. Yep. Fully nude. Um, which something we don't always see in movies like this. Uh, and so Sid's like, of course, like, well, okay, I guess. And he gets naked, too. We see penis. We see a little bit of penis. And a she little bit. shoves him into the house. And Robert and Julia are there having dinner, and Sid stumbles in and falls, and he just is like, oh, shit, you know, so falls over, is... and so he's naked and obviously very embarrassed. Sissy gathers up his clothes and <laughs> runs off. away. That <laughs> thought that was funny. Pretty funny prank. It was a funny prank. And, and just, Sissy, I'm going to fucking kill you. Yeah, he runs <laughs> out, his little flabby ass is running away. Yeah. Now Tony's still scared. We camera now finds Tony running through the woods like... You can tell, like the oh yeah, because yeah, Tracy's dead. And the P, the POV killer shot is very important in slasher movies. We know that yeah, it's always yeah. like the POV looking through. I thought this was very misdirectional. It kind of 
to me, made the killer look spacey as, yeah. as they did the PO shots because it kind of went everywhere. It was never focused. It was never... Like, they wave it around. Yeah, kind of making it... Giving you the impression that the person is run, who's running is disoriented. Yeah, but the POV of the killer shouldn't yeah. be, but I no. still thought it was good, though. I didn't mind it. It, it works. Kind of, it does work. and so it's, it's just what we were mentioning. It's the Italian director's style. Yes. That's what um, he chose to do. Yeah. Tony does get hit by one of the traps in the leg. Ooh, ouch. And so he's not dead. But he's no, limping. He's limping, but then he... Now, what kills him is the axe to the head. Oh, when, of course. <laughs> the shaman finally catches up it to him. It would be difficult to shrug that off. Yeah, yeah. Uh, right into the head. The axe <laughs> makes two appearances, and this is the first one. Gross. Um, but all of a sudden, it's morning. Sid runs up to the table. They're all having breakfast. And I'm like, Sid was running around the woods naked it all night. It took him all night to get from the campground main building back to their campsite, <laughs> which is roughly 100 yards away, I imagine. I uh, what happened. Yeah, he comes marching in with a blanket wrapped around him, of course. And he's, he's pissed like, off as all you shit. You guys always pick on me. Why is everything directed at me? All right, Sid. <laughs> have some cornflakes. Um, no, he, he runs off with his blanket. He They yeah. throw a frisbee at him. But, uh, Big baby. Now we come to the important talk between Julian and Robert. He wants to know, like, what is it about Charlie that you love? Oh, yeah. Why do, why do you? And so, you know, like, you, you want to give him something warm between your legs. Ooh. Yeah, he says that to her. And then he calls her a whore. Yep. She slaps him. Yep. And then he grabs her by the neck. Yep. She gets scared. I thought she killed him. She hits him in the head with... Like, uh, three times. Yeah, with what was it like? A I don't know, cup like an Oscar. Dish? Yeah, he, he something heavy. Yeah, like Grammy. But you're right, <laughs> Grammy, Tony, Oscar, Emmy. <laughs> what the, but this movie won something. Um, he um, no, it didn't. It didn't win anything. It was nominated, but it didn't win. It was nominated for some fake ass. Nominated for some obscure foreign <laughs> best film award. Yeah. I could make up awards too and say yes. I wasn't nominated. Anyway, but he he hits the ground, obviously bleeding from the head, and we're like, holy shit, she killed him. Yeah. Uh, she's hiding that body though. She, she decides to. Hide. Yeah, she's like, I'm gonna go hide it in the in the garage. In yes, the this is this building. is when slash she becomes a true crime podcast. Shazam. Because she is hiding the body. Why doesn't... I mean, like, yeah. she could claim self-defense because he did grab her. She's banging the sheriff. I doubt she's going to get arrested. <laughs> <laughs> right? I mean... No shit. <laughs> I didn't think about that. I yeah. Think... What's he going to do? You know? But You're under arrest, ma'am. No. She, she tries... She hides him. She throws him in, like, the shed, covers him up. Uh, Charlie, yeah. the sheriff, comes in and goes, hey, there you are. I've been looking for you. He looks at her and says, hey, you've been roughed up. Kind of mm-hmm. grabs her chin and kind of notices that maybe Robert took a hand to her. Mm-hmm. But then he just decides to start making out. Then I'm like, wait, is Robert alive? But yes, we find out. We see a hand moving. Robert is alive. Robert is alive. He's just conked out. So as we believe Julia and the sheriff are about to touch boobs, uh, the gang is just having still a ball. Scott's yeah. in a coma. They're missing yeah. some friends, and but they're still... Uh, playing around, but Carol says, you know what? I'm going to go take a shower. Right, it's Carol's turn to bathe yes. in the bathhouse. She finds the bear. And, uh, yeah, she sees the little stuffed bear. She, the mirror mm-hmm. is back, boarded up again. You know, the boards have been fixed and replaced, uh, but she sees, like, a little crack uh, in, in the boards. And we have a POV shot from the other side. Yes. You can see her eye, her her face and her eyeballs looking through that little crack. So she's kind of looking in the mirror, 
but as she leans in, I think she notices a smell. She kind of... Yeah, I thought it was blood or a smell. I think yeah, it was more of a smell, she but... She kind of flinches back like, oh, what's that? You do. I heard when you die, you defecate yourself or piss Ooh. yourself. So maybe it was like Tony... Oh, I'm not giving it away, but... Well, she pries open the board. Yeah. And Tony's there. <laughs> Doesn't really freak her out at first. No, She's she like, kind of... Huh? Tony? Tony? And then, oh, God, it's Tony. And then she sees Tracy in there, too, of course, stabbed through the head. Yes, um, so she takes the fuck off. She runs away, and that's another one of those where she's disoriented, kind of the camera's moving all over as she runs away. And what happens to her? Does she... she she runs to the house and finds Julia. Right. She's trying to call the cops, and Julia right. slaps the phone. Because Julia believes that she killed She just Robert, killed her husband. So she's like, no, don't call anybody. And breaks breaks the phone just busts it i think she breaks the line out of yeah she does and she's just trying she's not really saying anything to carol like hey carol i'm gonna fucking kill you she's just like look i gotta talk to you yeah don't don't call the police but she could instead of being like hey carol i know you're freaking out but people die i want to talk she could have been like i want to talk to you yeah i believe my husband was you know but carol is freaking out so but robert comes back to life he is there, and then he <laughs> kills Julia. He does he slash her like yeah yeah he's, and he cuts her it, neck cuts her neck isn't it yeah I believe so so Robert does kill someone right so this is a first kill one of the kills that's not our killer yes this is Robert he, he, well I mean wife. I mean I, Robert you should never place your hands on a woman but he just thought you know he was just left for dead by his wife he got bonked in the head she, and yeah. on top of that you know you're banging the sheriff. Yeah. So, so yeah, maybe he's, he's got maybe he's got some piss, but uh, f- following Sydney, big Sydney, uh, who's now I guess in a good mood. You know, he's gotten over the fake he's orgy. Decided to go fishing. He's decided to go fishing, and he's singing about it. Yep. Gotta go fishing. Yep. Where did we get to Sissy running around? Like all of a sudden, Sissy is like kind of freaking out, and like she is kind of running through the woods, flipping yeah. out. Like I don't know, like what happened to her because she got because we've been focused on Carol. Right, Carol kind of disappeared. No, Carol... Well, we come back to her later. Yeah, but I'm saying, like, all of a sudden, Sissy, Sissy sees Sydney to, on his way to go fishing. Is like Sissy went to the bathhouse first, and I don't remember. <laughs> I think she went to the bathhouse and got freaked out by something and was flopping around in the woods running from someone. And did she see the shaman or somebody in the bathhouse? Or do we need to pause and go look? No, 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 we don't have to pause. Because we know it's Sissy that's with Sydney when he's killed, right? Yes. 100%. 100%. So Sydney, who was also in Wacko, uh, he's going fishing. Um, A trap kills him. Robert has set up a trap and stabs him through his Oakland Raiders hoodie. He hears Sissy running through the woods screaming. And she's like, Sissy, is that you? What's going on? And she's running through the woods screaming for some reason. I can't remember why. But they see each other from like several yards away and they start running towards each other. I think she she finds another body. I think so. And and he, he hits a trip line and the trap... Stabs him right stabs through. Stabs up from behind. Yes. And it stabs through. From the back, through, through the chest. Front. We have a couple of those in this movie. Yeah. And um, he st- steps away from Sissy. So Sissy, of course, is like, holy shit. He witnesses Sid get killed right there. But uh, it doesn't. In front of her. And it, what's, what's, when Carol is now, like. Sissy runs back to yeah. the camp house. Carol's there, too. She's trying to escape the barn, the barn where Julia is still lying dead. Oh yeah, Carol got thrown in the barn. Yeah, and this is where we see one of what, what yeah, really what, we really discover who the killer is at yeah. this point because Ben, they go back to Ben, a young Ben, the military kid, seeing his mom and the sheriff fucking in the barn or something. They have the flashback, and yeah. there goes his innocence. Yeah, yeah. 
So um, um, that's Nick's theory with the teddy bear. Yeah, that and that's when lost. Innocent loss, and that's when Sissy gets an axe to the head. Another shot to the head with an axe. I thought that was a rad shot, too. Not bad. A and, rad, great and, shot. Uh, wasn't at one point Dave in a tent by himself mm-hmm. at the campsite? Sorry, it was right before Sissy got the axe to the yeah. head. I'm sorry. Yes. Dave, Dave like, hears some noises outside or something, and there's the killer is um, Cuts on the head too. stabbing through the tent. Starts stabbing through the tent, and uh, yeah, Dave like grabs the knife. Another one, a second one. Dave grabs the knife with his hands, and the killer's slowly pulling it away, cutting his hands. Yeah, and then... He doesn't uh, die. He doesn't die, and he's yelling for help. And who comes running out of the woods? Ben. And That's ben, what I thought. And Ben says something to Dave really fast. I just saw somebody running off into the woods. And you're like, hmm. I think Ben's the killer. <laughs> yeah, that's and that's like where everything kind of comes to to fruition. Yeah, yeah. Uh, Julia's dead. Obviously, the mom. We don't know where Robert is, but it's Ben, Dave, and Carol. They're the last three. They're sort the last of alive three. In, the, the, in the main building yeah. of the campground. And the shaman now with the mask is now trying to kill Dave, Carol. Um, but guess what? Oh, Charlie the sheriff pulls mm-hmm. up. With a shotgun and blows away this uh, shaman. And the mask reveal? He pulls the mask off, and it's Ben. It's Ben. Uh, apparently, Ben just went crazy. Decided, why does he want to kill everyone? And decided to just pose as this shaman to kill everybody. I can understand. I know we've talked about yeah. this before we hit record, because sometimes we like to do that, and I appreciate it, and I like to do it too, but yeah. I still don't know the backstory of Ben. I can understand that he's pissed off at his mom. Yeah. Because, I mean, obviously he had a great relationship with his dad and his mom. Yeah. Uh, we don't know if he was he. We're, he can't kill anyone when he's eight years old. My question is that yes, if Ben's the killer here, when he was a child fifteen years ago, and he witnessed uh, Rose and Tom getting killed, and the same person also killed Pamela and Bob, who was that? Who was that doing That's, the killing? They said that it might have been like a real shot, supernatural, ghost. <laughs> actual. Yeah. The very last scene is Robert running through the woods. He's still alive. The dad, He's dazed and confused, more or less, <laughs> and running through the injury. woods. But guess who shows up with an axe, still shot before they roll the credits right yeah. above his head? It's a shaman. That's another shaman. And they freeze. How frame. many fucking shamans are there? Yeah. Well, the sheriff was yelling too. The sheriff's like, Robert. Yeah. I know you're out there. But that's when they decide, you know, like, so we believe that Robert gets the axe. That it's a... Yeah, they freeze frame, and that's the uh, roll credits. Roll credits. Um, yeah. I didn't understand a lot. No. I thought the story was good. It was. And, I mean, again, we're incorporating those flashbacks was helpful. I think with uh, a little bit, sheriff deputy, deputy sheriff Ted and Doctor Wilson helping to illustrate and fill in some of the gaps. Um, we have a lot of great. You know, if you're into nudity, there it is. If you're a lot into of it in this movie. It's a slasher film. It's a slasher film. It fits all of our classic definitions of you know booze, blood, bu- boobs, blood, yeah. body parts. Yeah, it's it's great. Um, I mean, you know, like stereotypes. It's all there. I I appreciated this movie. I I, I did like I. I want to watch it again. I don't. I did not. As for our foreign film that we dove into today, yeah, uh, our first foreign film because we are sophisticated. In fact, during this whole podcast, we've been eating cheese and crackers, and uh, charcuterie. Uh, yes, yeah. and I ha- I'm wearing a beret, so ah, you uh, look like a rubber. <laughs> uh, the uh, but hey, what was the the kill account? How many people have died in this we'll, movie? We'll take a quick break. We'll come back and recap all the kills very quick. Shout outs. Shout outs. We'll talk about what we're going to watch next. Yeah, we got to figure that and out. And we'll say goodnight. So we'll be back. Give us a minute. <laughs> and we're back. Yes. And I believe as we were signing off, Andy, 
I was asking, what was at the kill count? How many people oh, the were there? Yes, <laughs> how many people were dead? How in many people that died? There's uh, mixed mixed sources online that talk about who died or not, but um, I'm going to go through what we deem as uh, people who died, based on the w- movies that we there are the watches that we watched. Uh, you have um, Rose and Tom, the two kids at the beginning of the movie, who yes. uh, Rose was stabbed in the head when she was hiding in that log. Tom then got his throat cut. Uh, when the killer dressed up uh, as Rose. Um, that was at the very beginning of the movie. Later you have, um, well, you have Scott falls off a cliff, but he ends up in a coma. He doesn't technically die, but he's out of the movie the rest of the time. So don't count him. No, he's not him. dead. He's not dead. So Scott's not dead. Um, Sharon pulled through the mirror by her hair, more or less, and stabbed in the throat with the with mirror. a piece of glass. Yeah, and the mirror yeah. died, yeah. Then we have the flashback to Pamela and Bob, uh, also 15 years ago. Um, Bob was just, he just was lunged on the screen already, stabbed or cut or something, and he was dying as he made his entrance into the scene. He died in Pamela's arms. Pamela was my dick shot kill of the week. Dick shot kill of the week! Instead of running for her life, she chose to lay down on a bed and the killer stabbed her from underneath. I want to say it like this. The dick shot kill of the week. All right, sorry. Man, this is fun. Yes, and then um, we have Tracy and Tony in the bathhouse. They were fooling around. Tracy got that was Tracy. It was Nick's Dick Shot Kill of the Week. Dick Shot Kill of the Week. Dick Kill Shot of the Week with a uh, uh, knife through the back of the head and coming out of her mouth. As Tony was and Tony was, was breaking um, down the border. breaking down that uh, mirror barrier. And Tony later had an axe to the head. Then Sid dies. Uh, not at the hands of our killer, but rather one of the traps that Robert, that Robert has laid set, yes. uh, stabbed him in the back and again came through the front, through his chest. So a lot of that going on in this movie. Sid's dead. Sissy gets axed. In the head. In the head. As very similar to uh, Tony. Very cool. Uh, Julia, Ben's mom, uh, she dies uh, at the hands of Robert, her husband, who's a jealous husband, more or less. No, well, I mean, it's justified, dude. I mean, she left he, him for dead. She yeah. was covering the body. She didn't try CPR. <laughs> she didn't call her lover. She didn't call the ambulance. Yeah. I'm not saying that Robert desired to kill her, but, I mean, come right. on. Uh, then Ben, who's our killer, uh, he's dressed up as the shaman. He gets shotgunned to death by yeah, Sheriff I think Charlie. Yeah, slugs got in that big boy. Oh, man, he just unloaded. We're, we're led to believe, then, that Robert... Uh, is also dead. That was the freeze frame at the end of the movie as Robert's running, stumbling through the woods. The sh- another, you know, a, sh- a person dressed as a shaman, or perhaps an actual ghost shaman, is there. Your supernatural thoughts Your throughout supernatural. these episodes that yeah, we do here on Slash You. Raising the knife, and, and Robert's going, oh, and it freeze frames. So yeah, we are to assume the, that roll Robert, credits. Robert's also dead. So our survivors were Dave, Carol, and that was it. Or was it? Dave no. and Carol. Well, Dave the sheriff, and Charlie. And sheriff Charlie. Charlie. So. Uh, good but he, lo- he lost his lover. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to say, like, I mean, it's... we got to come up with a ranking system. I, was gonna, I always try to do, like, system. one to four, like, <laughs> slash, like slasher knives or bloody yeah. slap, but that's too cheesy. I think yeah. I tried that in our first episode. It, I don't know. I mean, and I think one to ten, because I think if you do one to four, it's kind of tough, but, mm-hmm. you know... I like this one, though. I'd give it a C plus. Mm-hmm. Whereas I would give Killer Workout, like, an A minus. This uh, I don't have. I haven't had an A plus yet. Halloween, I guess, is an A. I mean, I wouldn't say yeah. plus, but I mean, again, nineteen seventy eight. I mean, yeah. compared, this was nineteen eighty six. This was like what, fucking eight years. eight years later. Yeah, we'll spitball it. There may come an episode here in the near future where we kind of recap. I don't know. Maybe we'll pick a nice round number, like twenty or something, and say let's go back and 
rank rank the oh, movies. Oh, that's a good idea. Yeah. We'll, we'll spitball it, but um, I like about that. It. I like twenty because then it can give revisit. Yeah, you know, a recap. I should also just take a real quick second and explain Dick Shot Kill of the Week. This is about that time we talk about it every week. Uh, where that comes from. Uh, our very first movie, episode one, Splatter episode University. One, Splatter University. The very first kill in, very first in kill. that movie was a fella getting stabbed in the dick. Yeah, and I mean, that's like, so <laughs> I love these movies, but now I'm watching them for like, I'm doing a podcast with Andy about it, so I'm yeah. like, okay, I really got to concentrate, I'll take notes. So yep. first time watching it, taking notes, I was like, holy shit, that fucker just got stabbed in the dick. Stabbed in the dick. And, and it so killed dick kill. Our favorite dick kills kill. dick in shot. these movies we watch, we refer to our favorite kill as our dick shot kill. Or dick, our dick kill shot. Dick kill shot. Dick, well, dick it's going to be, kill. it's going to include matter. the words dick, it's going to include the word shot, yep. it's going to word kill, so it could be kill shot dick, you know, like. Either way is right. So either way is right. Andy, I am so excited about episode 13. Next week, baby. Proper, I mean, how appropriate is episode 13 with um, what we're doing? Mm-hmm. So Andy like found it one. quick, and uh, he was like, "Read it." And as I first read the first like four words, I was like, "Yes, it's gonna happen." This is 1979. It's 88 minutes, and it's called Savage Weekend. Cool. Savage Weekend could be a name like Savage Weekend opened up for Creed 1995. That's or right. Savage Weekend opening up for Nickelback. I saw them at Summerfest. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Savage Weekend 1979. 88 minutes. A weekend in the country turns into a nightmare of terror when a killer, wearing a gruesome mask, stalks and kills the partygoers in a sick manner. Awesome. Perfect. We watched a little bit of the trailer. In my opinion, I think we're going to see a lot of things that we all look for in slasher movies. Oh, for sure. Let's not give anything away. No. Trailer is on YouTube. If you do want to go check it out, uh, the trailer's on YouTube. Savage Weekend. Yep. And um, looks like a good one. Uh, available for free on Amazon Prime. Which is where many of our movies come. We're from. trying to, we're, yeah, we're trying to do yeah. that. Keep it's, it free for everyone. There's a lot of. It's a very dense library of stuff to watch. Out uh, there. It's 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 so. unbelievable. I mean, we're we're, we're going to be able to do this for a while, but <laughs> I just uh, there's off these cheesy. There, there, there has been a resurgence of that kind of like that 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 B movie slasher. You know, like Thanks Killing, sure. a great one. You yep. know, coming killer, up, Killer Turkey. Yes, which I hope we do, but we'll find more. Yeah. Um, quick shout out to our buddy in Ireland. Uh, he he does. I know. Pretty stoked. Uh, over in Ireland, if you're on Instagram, go to First Class Horror. First Class Horror. All one word. All one word. He's but he does have a podcast that's on every platform. Okay. And it's called Class Horror Cast. Class Horror Cast. I listened to, uh, he did Eduardo Sanchez, uh, the writer and director of Blair Witch Project. Cool. Very thoughtful. Um, on his Instagram page, man, it's got some of the coolest, like, visuals, like, you know, even puts them in black and white, like Jaws is the Revenge, my favorite, Jaws the Revenge. This time, it's personal. A shark can get fucking <laughs> personal. Fucking Jesus Christ. feelings and cares. <laughs> but what First Class Horror does, and I believe, uh... Uh, Aaron, A-R-A-N, I hope I'm pronouncing your name right, brother, uh, over in Ireland, but uh, what uh, he does really well and what I've seen is putting together just like some of these great images on Instagram and really thoughtful ways to approach horror. Um, if you, again, please, first class horror sure. on Instagram, first class horror, and then that'll give you a link tree to everything he does. Uh, and if when you say hi to him, tell him a slash you sent you. Yeah. 
go ahead and give him a listen and uh thank you very much for supporting our show yes man it's um, been a pleasure we'll talking to, to you maybe a collab with him in a little yeah while. he talked about uh, that yeah I, maybe we'll tell him to watch savage weekend all of our um offensive uh, italian stereotypes this week i'm not even going to try the uh, Irish ones. Uh, <laughs> I've been told I do a very great Irish accent. Gonna, yeah, I'll do it. I'll save it for March for St. Patty's Day. So, um, uh, social, social media plus. Yes. Follow us on Instagram at slash you underscore podcast slash you underscore podcast or facebook.com slash slash you podcast. Leave a, leave a comment there. Uh, leave a suggestion for a movie. Go ahead and like us on all the uh, all the major podcast platforms give us a five-star review on apple Podcasts. that really helps out and leave us a review that also Please. really helps out but thank the you biggest thing that you can do to help us out is to recommend us to a friend we're and, free we're doing but, this for free we're doing this for free and we have t-shirts for sale so Ooh. i'm gonna do something i'm gonna do a giveaway on instagram so i think what we might wind up doing that. we might set it up on instagram where it's like uh tag three friends yeah uh, classic share this post and tag three friends and then we will draw your name we out just want to get the name out again the horror community we don't care yeah. if you know we're a podcast for horror slasher fans especially those that can really dig these old school mm-hmm you know, they, they, they're making them again. I know i got to shut up, but, you know, they're making that kind of genre that we love. They're making them now, but they're making mm-hmm. since, you know, um, special effects and yeah. CGIY, whatever they call it. Like, it's gotten better, so now I can get more gory. Because yeah. the stuff we watch, I mean, it's a little gory, but it's not. They're bad. practical effects, though, yeah. you know, yeah, I which it. are still really good. I mean, if you think about it, like, for the time, this stuff's good. Like, they do some pretty good... Special effects. Yeah, I'll give opinion. it up for the Italians uh, for yeah. this one, uh, this Body one's Count. Good. This one's a pretty good. Uh, these ones got my two oh. salami thumbs up. <laughs> what is that fucking Borat, dude? I don't know. Yeah, at least it's not Hubie fucking Halloween. All it's right. a me. Anyway. Um, do uh, we do everything? That's everything, my friend. Slash you later. We've had a no. great week again. Uh, <laughs> join us next time for episode 13 where we watch Savage Weekend. But until next time, I'm Andy. I am Nick. And we're going to slash on out of here. Welcome to Slash You. And if you say that one more time, I'm going to kick your slash. <laughs> See, I tried it. See you guys later. Take care now.